Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Mari Bolaños in San Francisco. California utility regulators are digging into reasons for this winter's high natural gas prices. KPBS reporter Eric Anderson in San Diego has details. The California Public Utilities Commission pressed industry officials to explain the record-setting price hikes for natural gas. Utility bills for San Diego Gas and Electric customers rose the most, but Pacific Gas and Electric and Southern California Edison customers are also suffering. The sky-high bills had a dramatic impact on San Diego resident Patricia Baines, who spoke to the commission. I entirely shut my heater off. I keep all my lights off. I don't even try to put lights on. The CPUC doesn't directly regulate natural gas, but the high rates are impacting electricity prices, which the agency does watch closely. CPUC President Alice Bushing Reynolds called the issue vital. Frankly, we don't know all of the pieces of the puzzle, and this issue is critically important and needs to be examined further. The collection of industry and regulatory officials agreed that prices soared because of unseasonably cold weather, which drove a spike in demand. They also noted that there were pipeline constraints in the West and low storage levels before the winter season began. But the unprecedented price hike also raised questions for Marlon Santa Cruz of the Los Angeles Department of Power and Water. Why is it that the day after Senator Bradford sent a letter to the CPC calling for an investigation, prices were slashed in half from the $20 mark to the $10 mark? And as news was then brought on about Governor Newsom's letter being made public, now we stabilize at $5 as of yesterday. The CPUC indicated it is in contact with the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission to explore whether there's been any market manipulation. Meanwhile, natural gas prices fell this month and projections hint prices could fall again next month as demand eases. For the California Report, I'm Eric Anderson in San Diego. Here in California, we've grown pretty accustomed to power outages. Sometimes it gets knocked out by storms. Other times, it gets turned off on purpose by the utility companies to avoid wildfires. But what if you could live in a community where your lights always stayed on, no matter what happened to the grid? Well, in Southern California, such a community is being built. And it also has the advantage of being super energy efficient, which the state is trying to promote as a way to fight climate change. My California Report co-host Saul Gonzalez was curious, so he paid a visit. 90 miles outside of Los Angeles, in southern Riverside County, one of the most technologically cutting-edge communities in the country is being built. But do you know what's weird? Standing in front of one of the completed model homes, it looks like an absolutely normal California tract house. Suburbia, not Star Trek. You don't want it to look like a, a science project? No. 
That's Scott Hansen, a vice president at KB Homes, the giant home construction company that's building this super energy efficient planned community called Durango at Shadow Mountain. So from the standpoint of uh, why does a home look like a conventional home, it's because that's what our, our customer tells us they want, particularly that first time buyer customer. But despite their conventional looks, each house that will be built in this 219 home community will be a showcase of green technologies. In the garage, there's a battery that stores power generated by 16 solar panels on the roof, an ultra high efficiency heat pump to warm and cool the residents, and wiring for an electric vehicle charger. Inside, the $550,000 home has an all-electric induction kitchen range, high-efficiency appliances, and smart devices to help monitor and reduce energy use. Take all of this together, and you have a suburban house that slashes power consumption. This community is about 40% more efficient on the use of electricity than a standard house today. But when its construction is completed, what will set this community really apart from others is its microgrid system, the largest in the state for residential development. What's a microgrid? Well, think of it as a miniature power plant that will allow this community to generate its own electricity by harvesting power from solar panels and then storing it for use in two big community battery systems. So if there are wider blackouts in the region because of wildfires, storms, or high winds, this community will remain powered, an island of light in a sea of darkness. In theory, you could... You know, if you moderate your usage, you could basically stay indefinitely on battery backup. That's Addison Marks with the company SunPower. It's partnering on the microgrid with KB Homes, UC Irvine, SoCal Edison, and the U.S. Department of Energy, which has given a $6.5 million grant to help build and then study the real-world use of the microgrid system by residents. How are the homeowners going to react here? I mean, this is going to be studied by the Department of Energy, Southern California Edison, and they're going to monitor the homeowner's usage and they're going to simulate some blackouts. We'll have natural blackouts. And how do the homeowners react to that? Oh, really? Uh, you're yeah. you're going you're gonna, to like turn this into a science experiment where so, you will have staged blackouts and see how these homes do. Correct. Prospective home buyer John Davidson says he's seen too many stories about blackouts in California. He thinks moving in here could offer some energy peace of mind. What's going on with power in California? I think we could truly have a power problem in the future. You know, so we have to come up with other alternatives than just relying on the power company. And to you, maybe moving into a house like this and buying a house like this is kind of future-proofing your life a bit. Potentially, yes. The first residents will start moving into the homes at Shadow Mountain in March. Advocates of sustainable energy hope the innovations here will become increasingly common as California attempts to make the places we call home both greener and more energy resilient. For the California Report, I'm Saul Gonzalez. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. 
Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. And some history was made last night in Los Angeles. LeBron James a shot in history. That was the call on TNT. James broke the record of former Laker great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was the NBA's all-time scoring leader for nearly four decades. Abdul-Jabbar was at the game last night, and during a brief ceremony, he handed the game ball to James, almost like a passing of the torch. Congrats to James, now basketball's all-time scoring king. And that's the California Report for Tuesday, February 8th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.